Let's go. This is unexpected. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Wait, we didn't get this. We can do this. Let's go. Let's go. I didn't 13 get titles. We got this. Everyone now. America. America. A ganar. Let's go! 13 titles, ladies and gentlemen! 13 titles, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Eagle Eye Podcast. It is episode 52, and as you just saw right there from our little introduction, our little intro, we're in party mood tonight. Because America, yes, Las Aguilas del America have secured the 13th title. Something we had no idea whether or not the boys were going to get it. But they did. And boy, let's just celebrate. Let's all have a party tonight. We're going to break down the season. We're going to talk Lady Aguilas because this song goes dedicated to them as well. We're going to talk the game against Cruz Azul and how the gentleman came out on top. And then, of course, we're going to break everything down from 2018. A year that was magical for not only America, but for the Eagle Eye podcast as well. But as I run out of breath here, let me introduce, as always, my co-host, Mr. Christian Rosendo and everyone's favorite, Cowboy Dan. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Gentlemen, welcome. Dude, I am still in party mode and celebration mode. I still can't believe we pulled it off on Saturday and Sunday. It's surreal to me, and I'm so happy we did it. Yeah, yeah, very surreal. Like you, like you said too. You know, just just sweeping all across and what every everything we can get as an institution. So it sh- goes to show that this institution is going in the right direction. Institution that we questioned a lot. Yeah, that's very yeah. true, though. But for right for right <laughs> reasons. But like mm-hmm. we said, it was all about them proving us wrong. And boy, did they prove us wrong. They proved us all wrong. Thankfully, thankfully. Now. I'm winded after that. I, I did not expect that I was gonna be that tired after that. I, I went like a whole a whole solo there. You gentlemen wait, were ex- wait, were did, you did, expecting it? Did America just score in the background? Oh yeah, America just scored in the background, like I mentioned. Uh, <coughs> in FIFA, I just have a random FIFA game with America playing in the background and America has just scored. Yeah. Uh, mm, just goes to show you that America's just overall dominating whether it's in real life or in ea sports fifa they're making it happen but gentlemen as always happy to be with you guys tonight we're going to be closing out 2018 we're going to be reviewing everything that happened in those two finals ladies and and the guys as well and then we'll talk about the year we'll talk about a little bit of rumors that have been going around in uh in the america Cuapa camp and then of course trivia we will have a trivia winner tonight ladies and gentlemen one of you lucky lucky trivia people will be taking home a very very sweet prize but before we get any further than that anything you guys want to add on before we get started no man, i'm uh, excited yeah yeah i'm excited too all right you guys don't sound excited come on what do you mean what do you mean it's just, it's just you, you've taken all the words out of our mouths you know Dude, for real, like you basically, you just, you basically you, said everything. You you opened up and like you catch us unexpected with that song and everything, and then like you're just here like out of that breath. That song's been playing in my head all day, <laughs> all day long. I've I've had a different chant in my in my head all day long, but um, as a I don't know, I don't think that's I the hymn right there. You gotta you gotta sport the hymn. Of course, but I had a different chant. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to break it down like this. We're going to talk ladies first, then we're going to talk trivia. After that, we'll talk about the final and the glory 13th title. Then after that, we'll talk about news and rumors surrounding the club and the players. And then, of course, we'll close out 2018 with a review of everything that America did in this year and this season. And, of course, we'll give our our, our kind of end of review as well for the podcast. So, gentlemen, without further ado, let's talk our lady Aguilas, hashtag Lady Aguilas, a game that uh, we suspected was going to be tough, was going to be battled out, and uh, boy, was that the case in Estadio Universitario, no, not Estadio Universitario, Estadio Volcán in, um, in, in Tigres. The first leg was 2-2, and, and I, we touched upon this whenever we uh, we did kind of our emergency podcast after Thursday's show. Uh after Thursday's game, excuse me, uh, we talked about the ladies having a very good opportunity that slipped out of their hands, and it was because of their own doing, their own downfall. And mm-hmm. to see them come out and win the title against Tigres at home, I-, I think that just makes it a little bit extra special. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely too, especially kind of like how you said whenever we talked about that first leg a little bit, you know, going up 2 nothing against this really, really strong Tigres side that we that, um that we didn't get to catch though in that first leg due to us working and at school and stuff. But uh, 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 real, real special being able to still battle and go and take this into penalties, which is really, really tough, but it really means a lot more. And I know this is a little bit special more for you, Dylan, because of course you out of the both of us, uh, you know, out of the three of us, excuse me, um, you follow the ladies a little bit more closer. So I, I you know, I'm pretty sure if it was a little bit more, uh, more of a, uh, more of a joy than than anyone else <laughs> yeah 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 it, it really was it really was I, I think i have to think that to, um uh the soccer team too that i, I go to school at the bells i always talk to you about about the bells too and i think it has to do with that too just uh me getting into women's soccer now and now i gotta i gotta i gotta give thanks to the bells and then me falling in love with the ladies too and their team and it, it was just a lot it really was and going down to the wire which was really 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 scary especially with the way the team is playing and we talked about it too um outside of the podcast and you know what the, the the most scary part about it was that you had this very tough tigres side ahead of you a, a tigres that everyone just automatically crowned them as champions yeah they were favorites it's mm-hmm. extreme favorites and for you to go walk into their old house uh now granted it was not an it, it was not a pretty game I was frustrated about 75% of the whole time. Uh, and the only 25% I wasn't frustrated is because it was halftime. Um, it, 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 was, it was a game where it was very choppy. It was, it was very rigged. It was very rough from our ladies. Uh, but we did cement ourselves pretty decent in the back. There was a couple of you know challenges here and there that I thought were kind of foolish. And then, of course, I, I felt that we didn't really want to create much with the ball. We just kept hoofing it up. We just kept you know, getting that ball as far away as possible it, 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 around the, you know, the 60th minute. I don't think that's, that was the way to go, but uh, you know, granted the ladies stuck it out and they conceded a goal, but at the end of the day, you know, it was, uh, they, they merited the success that they, that they got. It was a penalty, yeah. right? They get scored on a penalty, right? Yeah, it was a penalty. Right. Exactly. I uh, just getting that. We touched that on the first like that, you know, they only scored because of America mistakes. And here again, in the second leg, they scored again because <laughs> of an America mistake, you know? So I guess it goes to show you that America's defense, you know, that's it's actually pretty strong when they're not committing mistakes, you know? 
Yeah, and, and it was their own downfall that, that happened with them at the Azteca. It was looked like it was about to be their own downfall in the Volcan. Yeah. Uh, but, of course, the ladies wrote it out. And, and I think you have to realize that they were in immense pressure from the fans. I, I mean, they were they were definitely not at home, uh, getting booed at every turn. Uh, you just felt the pressure, especially when the penalties came up. You just felt that the whole stadium was against you. And uh, and for them to still be calm, cool, and collected, Dylan's perfect three C's phrases. I think the ladies heard you in that one, and uh, and they came out on top. Yeah, yeah, most definitely too. But I think I think the most frustrating part for me was uh, whenever we were talking, like it was about halftime when we were, t- we were talking the most. Is uh, you just seen Cuevas, you know, up top all by herself, and you know they they hit that long ball to her, and they expect her to create something I don't I, I've lost count how many times she went to the corner flag because she didn't have she couldn't do anything because she had like three four players around her at one time and that was the most frustrating part for me it's just, it's just seeing that I mean no, no doubt you know she's a great player but you know when it when it turns into three four players on you you know it's just so hard to do and you can't do much with it Oh, yeah, it's true. But I, I guess it shows how intelligent of a player she is as well to be able to, you know, see that, she, you know, because me and my dad were joking around, you know, she's able to take on it and, and kind of muscle her way through a defense while Roger would have probably tried to take one player on and then fell on his on his yeah, face. Crazy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should, That's so true. We should make the switch, you know? No, yeah, definitely. <laughs> no, I, I think the ladies would much rather keep Lucero than to get yeah oh, uh, than to get Roger. <laughs> Roger. <laughs> I think they I think they take their chances. Yeah. Um, but overall, a, a great performance by everyone. Uh, they really showed heart. They really showed passion when when it mattered the most. Uh, there was at times where I felt like their heads were were starting to fall. Uh, but uh, I, I think as a unit, as a whole, as as a team, it really showed how strong they were. Mm-hmm. They showed their true yeah. character. Yeah, Definitely. Especially, especially Diaz in that back line, too. Oh, yeah. They were phenomenal. Absolutely yeah. phenomenal. Santiago, of course, the captain, uh, had a huge night in the penalty shootouts. Um, I, I think she yeah. just... <coughs> yeah, she just I want completely... Go, 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 yeah, Dylan, go. I'll, yeah, I was going to talk, man. It's just, it's just the, the way to turn this, this season around, just this season in partic- uh, particular. If I'm, if I remember correctly, you know, but, you know, you think back to, you know, the women's team failing to qualify for the World Cup. Uh, she starts off the season injured, which we see J.D. get those minutes in the beginning and then able to come back as soon as J.D. goes to the U-17 World Cup. And, you know, I think she's having some mistakes here and there and and um, having some trouble. But just to be able to bounce back from all of this and lead the team, lead your team to the to the championship and save two penalties in the shootout. It really says a lot from her character and just about her overall as a player. Definitely. And and she she definitely merits to have that captain armband. I think she really gets the ladies, you know, going. She she really brings them together. And the great thing about it is America has phenomenal phenomenal goalkeepers. I mean, you have like we said uh, Cecilia Santiago who uh you know obviously the older one the one that's ha- you know at this point seems to be the one that has the most experience the, the one that's probably at, at at her peak uh but then you have someone like JD you know uh you, who we root for here at the Eagle Eye podcast a lot and we we highly rate her she's mm-hmm. she did a fun, phenomenal job at the uh at the World Cup 
And then, of course, uh, unfortunately, you know, she has to come and, and sit the bench. But but he, they interviewed her, and and she was just as happy as she could be, knowing that she did her part during the season. And and in the end of the day, it was Ceci, Cecilia's turn to you know to kind of handle handle it, uh, you know, be, be behind the sticks. And she was more than okay with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just shows like at such a young age, she understands what it means to be part of a team, and you know. Um, how to divide responsibility and she's taking it well. And that's why I think we, we praise her so highly. No, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, ladies, if you are listening and which we hope you are, hopefully you guys do listen to us because I think we're your number one fans here in the United States. I would, I would reckon to say that, um, Congratulations. Congratulations. You are now in the history books. First title, every single one of you guys who put your heart and soul into that field and came out champions, you guys deserved it. Yeah. Anyone yeah. else want to say yeah. something? Yeah, very much, very much deserved. I mean, like just kind of what we said overall too, uh, talking about this game and the players, how they kept their composure, uh, really throughout the full ninety minutes. I mean, because if you go bit look at the game, you know, to me it was it was a pretty solid defensive stance against this tough Tigres team. Yeah, at times you did see some mistakes and it was really sloppy. But at the same time, you know, you got to give credit where credit is due. And just to hold them to that one penalty, I mean, let's face it, you know, if uh, they wouldn't have given up that penalty, they probably could have won it just like that. One nil in that could've. second leg. Yeah, they, they definitely could have. Yeah. And and, and kind of like Christian said, you know, uh, especially in the first leg, you have two mistakes um, in the defense, you know, that cost you uh, the game, which resulted in a tie. And then you and then you have a tie again in the second leg. So really, right there, the credits do where it's due. This this women's the women's team really had a great stance against this Tigres team. Definitely, definitely. And then the women's were only the second champions of that night. Beforehand, the babies played in that same stadium and walked away with a victory against Tigres as well. Funny enough, uh, and then of course the ladies winning it, meaning that at that night, Saturday night, Santiago Banos had collected two winning medals. At that point, was almost almost going to complete that third if the if the men's were able to do what they did on Sunday, which they did. So he got his trouble in that sense. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit more when we get to that game. But overall, the ladies, I mean, wonderful performance. And, and I think it felt so special because it, this was a journey that we've, we, we've kind of, you know, been with them since the beginning of course like we've always said we've we've loved to be able to give them more 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 show more time on the show you know give them a little bit more air time uh it's just been so difficult for us because the only thing we can go off of is word to mouth or highlight videos Mm -hmm. and that's the frustrating thing because this is a game and this is a league that you see progressing this is a league that is growing uh and for america to have a title already what within what two years of this league being you know assembled Mm -hmm. it says a lot and it's not like they just barely made it into into this kind of playoff situation they've been close very very much since the beginning yeah so I think it's 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 even more sweet to know that, you know, you followed this team from from the ground up, you know, from when it first got established up to the point now to where now they're champions. I mean, it's phenomenal. It's amazing. It filled my heart with joy because you, you saw what it meant to the ladies, and it meant I think just as much as uh, as it, it meant to them to us. And and when I mean us, I don't just mean us specifically, but to the fan base, to everyone who uses the hashtag Lady Agatha, to everyone who talks about you know the ladies in in English and and in Spanish as well because obviously they have a huge 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 fan base yeah yeah i i just hope i just hope too now that um uh, realizes you know like if it got 
good ratings, which which I don't know anything about that. Since they broadcasted it, mm-hmm. you know that you know they can strike something to where they can show more games here in the states because that'd be really um, beneficial to everybody that that supports the league and stuff, and it, it'd be it'd be better for them too as well going forward. Definitely. Oh no, yeah, definitely, definitely. So what are you doing? We know you listen. Get those ladies a contract. Get them an extension. Now, ladies, again. From the bottom of our hearts, congratulations. Enjoy this title. And like always, the season starts very soon, I would imagine, for you ladies. Dylan, do we know when they start again? No, I haven't seen nothing yet. I've been trying to keep my eye on that, but I haven't found nothing yet. All righty. Well, I would imagine that it's going to come anytime soon. So, ladies, time to get back to work very soon. But enjoy for the meantime. Enjoy the holidays and enjoy that beautiful medal that you owe so well-deserved. And again, congratulations, America Feminine on your first of what we will most likely see many, many more stars to come. Gentlemen, anything else you guys want to say? No. I think you've taken all the words out of my mouth. Like always. (laughs) Like always. Well, if I don't, that means I'm not doing my job right. Correct. (laughs) All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you do show your support for the ladies. I always tweeting at uh, the America Feminine always use the hashtag Lady Aguilas. We want them to know that we support them. And I promise you, this year, this coming up next year, 2019, I will promise you they will know that the world is behind them by using the hashtag Lady Aguilas. So without further ado, that wraps up the season for the ladies. And we'll uh, we'll look forward to what 2019 has in store for them. But as always, congratulations, ladies. Congratulations on making history now gentlemen time to move on to the next segment of tonight's pod we're going to keep it rolling we're going to keep it going it's all about celebration that is the theme of tonight we are going to be celebrating we're in party mood and in order to do that we need to have another reason to celebrate not just the 13th title not just america's feminine's first title but now it's time to celebrate someone from the podcast yes someone who has listened to someone who has been on these live chats, who has been interacting with us, who has been following us on Twitter. It's time to announce today's winner of trivia. But without further ado, Christian, I give this uh, this time to you to hand it over and give these people the rundown of what is about to happen. Okay. Uh, thank you, Ivan, my wonderful host. So like Ivan has mentioned, this is it. This is the final trivia question of the season. Um, I just wanted to say, I think I speak for all three of us that we are beyond, beyond grateful and thankful for every single one of you guys who has participated in this trivia. Uh, I don't know how many times we've said it, that uh, this was literally just a trial run. We didn't know how good or how bad this was going to be, but, you know, we just wanted to, to try it at least and, you know, try to give back to you guys for supporting us week in and week out. So thank you so much. And, you know, I wish... I know I'm pretty sure Ivan and Dylan can agree with me. I wish we can give something to everybody, but this is a, a small thing for someone. And don't worry, because we will be doing this every season from now on. Thanks to you guys for giving us this positive feedback. Having said that, there is, I think, three three people that are in the running to win the prize. Um, it all depends if they show up and answer this question. So here we go. This is it. Uh, the que- the final trivia question of the season is, name the three finals America has defeated Jesus Corona. Uh, Jesus Corona. Uh, just give me, yeah, just give me the three finals. Uh, you have to 
give me the tournament and then the year. And then that is the last um last trivia question. So the last trivia is the last three titles. The last three titles that America has beat Jesus Corona in goal. Well, Dylan, I think me and you both know that the first one was in 1942, uh, back when uh, back when Corona was barely starting. Um, yeah, I think that was a that was that was what that was about a three four game. Yeah. Somewhere yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. Yeah, I remember now. We had uh, somebody score that worldly from about uh, from about midfield. Yeah, for about just, two yards up. Just like soar over, so yeah. Because remember the, the 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 pitch was very very smaller back then. It was about three feet long. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is why this is why our names are not on there because I I think it's just embarrassing for the podcast if people knew how badly we our our yeah. scores. Mm-hmm. No, but but guys. I I think you guys can both agree with me that this was a great success for the season. No, this is a phenomenal success. I mean, huge. I, I, and you know, we've been talking about it, you know, off the air as well. That uh, this was something that we definitely had no no real idea of how it was going to go, uh, whether it was even going to work, whether, whether people right. were even going to be interested, whether people were even going to be interacting. Um, and it says a lot that you know people have come out and 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 shown their support that they've listened to to the podcast and they've come out for the trivia questions mm-hmm. uh, every trivia question that was put on twitter they did their best right. i mean phenomenal 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 question how much time do they have by the way I, I don't think we mentioned how much time do they got to answer this um you guys have to i'm guessing till the end of the podcast i guess i guess we'll announce it at the very at the very end, unless you want Sounds to... Sounds uh... perfect. So you have until 7 p.m. my time, 9 p.m. Central time, and 10 p.m. Eastern time. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right? The podcast may roll on a little bit further than that because we have so much more to talk about still. Right. Um, but you guys have until then to get your answers mm-hmm. in. And good luck to everyone. Good luck. And and I, I, like Christian mentioned, from the bottom of our hearts, we wish we could give something to everyone. You know, and, and it pains us to not be able to do so. But uh, but to everyone, thank you. Thank you so much. Because we, without you guys, we wouldn't be able to do something like this. Uh, and, you know, the more support that we've gotten, the more love, the more growth that we've had because of you guys, uh, you, you know, the more that we can give back to you guys. At the end of the day, I think we want to get to the stage to the point where we can where we can give back to everyone, you know, literally to everyone would be ideal. Uh, and and as, as crazy as it sounds, I think at the end of the day, this is more for you guys than it is for us. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Exactly. Dylan, anything else you want to say about trivia? No. No, no I, don't, I don't got nothing else. It's just been a real success. Definitely. I feel like, though, the questions need to be a little bit easier next next season. I feel like me and Dylan just had a really tough time. Google Listen, was man. no help. <laughs> Listen, man, I tried my best to make a fair for everybody. Um, I guess you guys need to brush up on some YouTube videos or something. I don't know. <laughs> we probably, probably, yeah. It just, it, it just looks bad on us, doing. It looks bad on us. We gotta, you know what? I think we need like an America one hundred one class. I think it looks more bad for you because you're the host. Oh no! Wait, <laughs> oh, yeah, now you're putting me on the spot like that. So yeah, it probably does. <laughs> All right. Well, while you guys get your answers in, we're gonna dive on into the next. Uh, segment of the podcast the biggest segment of the podcast as well gentlemen 
it's time to describe what was Sunday's matchup. Oh my god, I, my voice was still recuperating on Monday from yelling at the top of my lungs. Of course, America played Cruz Azul in the second leg of the Liga MX Apertura 2018 final. Boy, what a final that was! What a game that was. A lot of people, and I've heard a lot of people have complained about this final that it was very boring, that it was very dull. I don't know about you guys, but my hands were sweaty the whole time. I could not breathe for like about 25% of the whole match. I felt tense. I was worried. I was nervous. I was excited. And for me, for me personally, looking at it from a from a perspective of an Americanista, of course, but for me looking at it, I, I think the game was actually a very decent, a very good game. Um, The second leg was definitely better than the first leg. Because I'm with you on that. I was nervous from the time the ref blew the whistle to the time the ref ended the game. I was sweaty. I was I was nervous. I was excited. Um, but on the other hand, I could see why the casual would think it would be a boring game. But it's only because the way Cruz Azul played that final. And we'll get into that. But um, But like you said, though, I didn't think it was that much of a boring game. I thought it was actually a pretty good game, actually. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty decent game. Um, I, I think Chicken Biscuit puts it perfect, perfectly in the sense that the final was tense, but it wasn't exciting for at least a neutral perspective, right? Yes. Of course, if you're a Cruz Azul fan, then you were very, you know, on the edge of your seat. If you're a Medica fan, of course, as well, very on the edge of your seat. And I mean, literally on the edge. I don't think I have any more couch left to, to be on the edge of, um, but... It, it it was it was a it was a game that we're gonna break down of like you said it, it was a tale of of two different legs that uh, that America had in the first leg we saw an America that just wasn't producing just looked out of ideas had no idea how to break down Cruz Azul was kind of conservative in the way that they moved forward and then in the second leg you saw an America that was determined to find a way through Cruz Azul's barriers regardless of what they cost them uh, we saw them be more direct we saw them be more forward I, I we we saw a little bit more out of our wingers and funny enough we were missing two very important players yet i think the crucial aspect of this why the game opened up so much and why the game was defined in such a good way, it was because of one man and one man alone, Mr. Edson Alvarez. Who? Who would have thought Edson Alvarez would give us the title? Who would have thought? Nobody. I can't answer nobody, that right Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> but nobody. guess what? That man, that beautiful man, has given us 13 titles. Beautiful. Oh, and I, I tweeted this out on the account. I said he was robbed of the opportunity to be the hero back wow. in 2016, and yes. now has been given everything, mm-hmm. everything that they have that the soccer gods took away from him. They repaid him in full. Yeah, I mean, um, it phenomenal. Was, it was honestly, oh man, I just couldn't believe it when that ball hit the hit the net when he shot it. It was sensational, Dude, sensational, oh, man. And we're going to talk about it. We're going to get there. We don't want to get ahead of ourselves because, like always, let's talk. <laughs> let's break it down. Let's talk first leg real quickly, and then we'll jump okay. into what everything was on Sunday. Like we okay. mentioned, first leg was very, very rigged in the way that uh, America played. Of course, Cruz Azul planted themselves perfectly in the yes. way that they were trying to get the draw out. I think it's mm-hmm. more than fair that we could say Cruz Azul could have even won that game because of some of their counterattacks. And yes. you know what? 
we saw we thought you know what this was great this is perfect what Cruz Azul did on their behalf but I think that's maybe maybe that was their downfall for the second half because they saw that it worked perfectly and they thought well we were just a bit unlucky that it hit the post and we could have easily won that game they thought if we submit ourselves the same way in the second leg we get America on the counterattack but this time this time we have two people that can finish in front of goal we can walk away with the victory and I felt like that was his that was Kaishina's plan from the get-go in the second leg but in the first leg it was let's defend let's put our barriers up Let's make sure they don't get anything going forward. And then we'll try to get them on the break if possible. And they did so. They did so very well. America had no answers for that. America looked a little bit flustered, out of ideas for the full 90 minutes. It was frustration after frustration because you felt that this team could deliver more, especially with the players that were on the pitch. Definitely could have gave us more, but they didn't. And they felt that it was... it was very frustrating because you would have thought if America could walk away with a good victory in the first leg, the second leg would have been so much smoother. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And I think we said it in the in the emergency podcast on Thursday that um, I don't think we expected Cruz Azul to play that defensive as they did. Um, it was I guess it caught us off a little a little bit off guard in a sense because we honestly thought that Cruz Azul was going to give us an actual. I guess offensive fight, if that makes sense. Um, we knew we knew what they were capable of, and I think Piojo understood what they were capable of. So to see them planted defensively, I mean, it, it definitely threw us off guard, and I don't, and I think that's a main reason why we we struggled a bit to create chances. No, yeah, yeah, I I, I can agree to that, Dylan. Uh, yeah, and the first thing you know, just. It just wasn't there. Like I don't know. You, you see one or two players that I think I think the only people who pointed out that really came out to play was Match Justine and and Sanchez. Um, but really, you know, just it wasn't eleven players on the pitch to me. It, it really wasn't. Um, I'm pretty sure we can all agree on that. It was just like one one or two maybe. Um, but you know, just we could kind of see some sparks, but not really everything that you want. I think what really hurt us too is whenever we lost Mateus Uribe due to that injury um but then again at the end of the day you know there just it just wasn't there it wasn't it wasn't just the team that we we knew it could be and you know what the, the crazy thing is is we talked about this as well I, I can't remember what podcast but we talked about america being two different teams this the end a team that disappointed us in the first leg but came back and reassured us in the second leg and we thought well could could this be the story for the final as well? And you thought, well, it can't be at this point. You're in the final. You need to give 100% for those two legs. Uh, but, again, they demonstrated that they were the better team in the second leg. Yeah, yeah, most, most definitely, too. And, you know, um, I don't know this isn't the Cruz Azul podcast, but, you know, it kind of surprised me is that Cachinha didn't even stop Piojo Arrolazo in the, in the second leg. In the second leg, yeah. Yeah, no, which, no. which, which, which kind of which, which surprised me because I, I, I thought – um, you know, throughout the season, you see him and Elias link up a lot. And so that's just something that surprised me. No, oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. So let's talk about that second leg. Let's break down that game and see, and, and we'll walk everyone through it so we can relive again the glory that was the final. So, gentlemen, as always, who has the lineup for me? Because this was an important one. Because this was a lineup that we were thoughtful we were hopeful, excuse me, that Mateo Soribe and Roger could possibly fit back in because it looked like they were going to be 100% healthy. But it turns out they weren't even on the bench. It was definitely my games from America. I 
almost 100% sure, which is my guess. Could be. Could be. Dylan, do you have the lineup? Yeah, I got the lineup. All righty. Right. Let the people know who were our glory starting 11 for this final. Uh, it was Marchesin, Aguilar, Valdez, Aguilera, Sanchez, Ivara, Edson, Guido, Lainez, Henry, and Oribe. All righty. Now, we talked about Diego Lainez probably not even starting this game, that Pio Herrera probably was going to go with a little bit more um, experience and would have probably favored Ibarguen. But what does it say? for Diego Linus to start. Not just that, but like Chris45 mentions, six Mexicans in the lineup. That is over half of the team was Mexicans. Yes. And we get criticized a lot for not using Mexicans a lot. And I mean, you know, one more one more do you want to tell you? It's quality over quantity. No, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Although I will I will refer back to Dylan on this one. What was up with your boy Henry? You know, man, I vouch for him. You know, I, I don't really. He just didn't shoot a couple of times. Okay, a couple. And you want to go back the whole season and see how many times he could have shot? Listen, <laughs> and it sucks because we like. I've seen on Twitter that us, us three, get a lot of flack for criticizing Henry so much. But if you watch the final, that is a exact reason why we criticize this man so much. We know he has so much potential. But when it's time to show, when he, when it's time to show the world what he is made of, when he gets the chance he's been asking for, he does not show up. Yeah, like you mentioned, that was the most frustrating part. And he had some very good. He had a one-on-one situation. I uh, just, uh, I don't know if the moment oh. got too big to him. If he and just felt a little nervous. That one. I mean, Piojo was ready to eat oh, him alive. He was but, livid. but, but. What does it say? What does it say that when it came down to substitution time, Henry stayed, but Oribe came off? Um, I'm, I don't know. I don't know what you want from me, Ivan. I, I defend this man, and <laughs> I think, I think, I think, I, I, I think I will still stand by him no matter what. I feel like I feel like a a, a girl that just got cheated on. You're like, you know, what? I'm gonna stand by my man. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the love is real for Henry Martin, and I will say this, though. He has every quality that you could look for in a Mexican striker. I feel like he just needs to step up for the, into the moment, into the spotlight, and after that, just go go for it. Just, you know, at that point, it would have been a lot better for him to shoot and miss than for him to lose the ball, and then Cruz will have the chance to counter us. Right? And that's a whole yeah. different story. Yeah, that really is. I don't know, like it's it's just it was just it was just right there for him. Like it was like he said, you know, I guess I guess the moment just got to him and he just couldn't pull the trigger. That, that's what, I that's feel what that's what I feel like Henry needs a stern talking from Cowboy Dan. Yeah. He needs yeah, he does. You know, he's he, what if 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 you could give us a preview of that, what would Cowboy Dan in his Cowboy Dan way tell Henry? You know, you know, in a way I I just take Henry and just put him and and like this dirt, like not necessarily dirt field, but like this dirt area, and just have him sit there with like this spotlight coming on him, and like it's just him, and you can see the dirt around him, and then all of a sudden, the bull's just gonna come out and just like charge him. <laughs> <laughs> and then whenever he escapes, 
Navy escapes. The bull's going to go back to the pen. And then whenever he gets to where he's at, he's going to find there's another bull. But now it's his turn to get on it and ride the bull. And I was like, Henry, you got to ride the bull every game. No ifs, ands, or buts. You need to shoot the ball when you get the chance. You need to know what to do with it. And then when he, whenever he thinks I understand it, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna mess with him. He's gonna think, oh, he's not gonna make me ride it. And right when he's on it and he's holding on, I'm just gonna pull the gate and just let him go. Just ride Look the bull. That. Look at that. That is the perfect way. Piojo, if you <clears throat> need someone to go and just give your team a, a stern talking to in the most Texas way possible, get your man, get Cowboy Dan on the job, gentlemen. I mean, who 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 could argue with that method? Nobody. And Nobody. Anybody no. does, I, they lost their minds. I feel like Henry would be 10 times the player now if he went through that. Yeah. We, we got to make it happen. Then. We got to make it happen. But, of course, uh, we'll go back to the game. We've gone on this real wild tangent on Henry and Bulls and spotlights. But, um <laughs> It was a it, it was a game in which I felt every player when needed to uh, stepped up to the moment. Uh, I think we had a phenomenal game from our fullbacks, uh, both Paul and Georgie. Uh, a phenomenal, phenomenal game from midfield. I mean, what's to say more about Guido Rodriguez? But hands down, the best player of the Liga MX season for 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 a lot of reasons. Yeah, um, and of course, Edson fitting slotting Ooh, into that center defensive mid role. And 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 I think he took over Mateo Solibe's role so much, uh, so much better than a lot of people would have expected. Uh, he has a he, he has a way to kind of push forward when he has the ball. He looks very confident. He he, he doesn't shy away from trying to take. Too. He picks he picks his perfect times to push up. And no, yes, and he's smart about it. And he's very smart, yeah. And the and, and you wouldn't think so, but he can take on one or two players. Yeah, there was a couple of moments where you you see him getting a little bit of trouble. Okay, one or two players, then he gets himself out of the situation beautifully and you know it kind of raises your eyebrows like okay wow so this man knows how to push up and very smart and you know that's a that's a good quality to have in such a young such, uh, such a young player like uh it's Alvarez. so what you say, we're gonna try him at the 10 spot now i i i wouldn't be surprised i mean at this point <laughs> we'd probably try henry martin in goal and put marche up top why not but uh again uh i think renate barra finally had a better game. Um, eh, he had a decent game. But uh, you know what, though? If you if you paid close attention, Cruzul man-marked him with two players. Again, it was yes. Aldrete, yeah. and Aldrete played a phenomenal game mm-hmm. against Renate Barra for both legs. I mean, was stuck to him literally like uh, Chicle, you know? Was, you said Chicle, ever, ever see the vine where the little girl, like, uh, like Switzer, his Switzer gone out? Oh, my Chicle. Uh, <laughs> No, I haven't. You guys have to send me that. Oh, dude, it's so funny. <laughs> Chad, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure you guys know what I'm talking about. No, that vine is so funny. Anyways, I'm pretty sure that was his, his assignment, though, to stick stick on Renate Vara because I think Kashina respects Renate Vara and uh, the potential and the dangerous uh, player that he is. But but even with that, so Renate Vara on the ball was still effective, was yes. still good, and I, I can't stress this enough. The man has a magnet on his foot to that ball. Mm-hmm. Whenever he got pressed by two Kudusu players into the into a very tight space by the by the end line, he just danced around them until yeah. someone checked in. Until mm-hmm. someone checked in. And then of course if he couldn't, he tried to win the corner. Um I think it was a very good game by Renati Barra. 
Uh, a very good game by the Golinus. Maybe could have done more in the second half, but again, I don't think that was his fault. Again, it was more of, you know, we always played towards Dante Barrasad. Uh, but overall, I think, um, you know, Diego Linus had a very good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I think our strikers with Oriol Peralta and Henry Martin were, were good enough for the night. I wouldn't say the best night, but they were good enough for that night. Yeah. Exactly. Just say it was the best. Just say it. Who? No, you. Yeah, just say it was the best. Just overall was the best because we won. Just say it. No, it, it, it was honestly probably the best perfect game America has had all season long. When you think about the opponent that you had in front of you and the style of play that they had and the tactics that they were using against you. For America to come out and play the way they did, I was very impressed. Especially in the second half. Definitely. Definitely. And especially after, you know, being in a situation where you were heavily criticized Mm -hmm. on Thursday uh, to come out and and play your game, Mm -hmm. it was phenomenal. And look, a lot of people don't want to say this, and a lot of people throughout the season have not said this, but hats off goes to Pio Herrera for getting this one right. Yeah. In in the regard Given of the situation. And yeah, in the regard of telling the team what to do in this or how to come out in the second half, I'll give him a hundred percent props to Miguel Herrera. Um, we'll get into this a little bit more later, but the substitutes for me were all wrong. Uh, I would have played that so much differently, but for the moment, though, I mean, it worked out. Thankfully, it worked out. Um, if you guys follow me on Twitter, I, I after every substitution, I, I tweeted that I hope he proved me wrong. And I guess to some extent, because we won, he kind of did. But um, I don't know. It was weird, the substitutes. I don't know if you guys have any opinions on that one. But like I said, though, for the way he commanded America to go out in that second half, I give him all the props in the world. I think he did his best possibility he threw on the best people he thought was right yeah well that's in every game though yeah but i felt like this one he was more confident than ever that yes if i'm putting you out there it's because i know you can do do the test that i'm asking you to do fair enough and it worked out it definitely worked worked out in that second goal yeah okay yeah and second goal yeah so first half ends it's nil nil how you boys feeling i Uh, i mean I'm very nervous at this point. It's halftime. Yeah. It's my turn to tweet. I'm nervous. I'm sweaty. Everyone at the house is eating. I don't know how they can eat. I was like at this point, like yeah, me neither. Excuse oh, me, <laughs> what's going on? Um, dude, I, was- I was just nervous. I uh-huh. you you even saw in in, in my halftime thoughts. Uh, uh, I tweeted out saying that I felt that America was doing good. I, I felt like America was pressing. Uh, they just needed to continue to keep forcing their. You know their their creativity and their and their you know attacking ability on Cruz Azul. I felt yes, Cruz Azul uh, planted themselves to probably get another draw. I, I honestly I couldn't see uh, how they were going to attack us. And and everyone thought, oh, we have two strikers. They're going to go. They're going to look. They're going to push for the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never in the first no, half was I really. extremely they worried that they shot. were going to score. Yeah, they, they didn't have, have a shot off first half. And now you think about it. Did Machacin even have to do much? Machacin had no saves in this game. No saves, yeah. How are you gonna have How are you gonna have work to do when you have exactly. no shots taken? And it, it shows you the way Kurosu was playing. I think we <laughs> was very smart in this regard and realized that okay, Kurosu is playing not to lose. Let's take advantage of that and attack them and bring the game to them. And that's what we did. And I think that was a turning point in this final. 
no, yeah, it definitely, it definitely was. And, um, I mean, second half rolls around, and you see America continue to do what we always ask for them to do, is go find the game, push, mm-hmm. get the get yourself on the ball, and don't let the opposition get comfortable. Exactly. And America did that. America went out, and America tr- pressured and pressed. And because of a mistake that Chuy Corona makes, trying to play that ball down the middle to Marcone, and then Ore Peralta perfectly seeing the opportunity to press the ball. Edson Alvarez comes up, and on his weak foot, EA Sports, if you are listening, give this man five-star weak foot and a (laughs) team of the year and team of the season and team of the week foot card. Edson Alvarez takes it on his left foot outside the 18-yard box, slots it home into the corner, nestles it away, and America's winning 1-0 at that point. Dude, I jumped out of the couch and yelled my lungs out. Dude, I, I couldn't even believe it for a second, too, because I had to wait like a good, a, probably a good t- one or two seconds and realize that the ball was actually in before I started yelling. Yeah. Because yep. at first glance, I thought I thought it went to the, you know how sometimes it goes to the side of the net and they kind of like, like, yeah. As it goes in. yeah, that's what I thought happened. Until it's like the ball hit, the, hit off the back, like the back side of the net and like, Kind of started Bro. coming out of the goal. Oh, dude, that's when I started. Oh, I started jumping and yelling my lungs out and everything. I probably almost had the cops call on me. It, oh, dude, it was a it was a great <laughs> moment. Yeah, at the Pineda household, it was just in a roar of loud, 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 loud. Yes, uh, we had a couple of Cruz Azul fans there. Dylan, you made fun of my Snapchat oh, yeah. because because <laughs> <laughs> we had a couple of Cruz Azul fans at the at the house watching the game with us. Uh, it obviously did not go well for them. Uh, but of course, when the goal goes through, I, I, I mean, I just yell. Everyone's yelling. I can imagine everyone, everyone who's in listening to us right now, and and who follows America was in the exact same mood, uh, just a complete utter joy. And then you thought to yourself, "Perfect, we got it. Exactly what you needed—a goal to open up the game, to open up Cruz Azul, to force them to come at you." And what's the first thing you think? When you score this goal, once once all that emotion flows through you and, and you sit back and you think, okay, what's America's next step? What can America not do? Don't sit back. Don't sit <laughs> back. I tweeted this out too. I tweeted this out too. I don't know if you guys saw it, but I just don't sit back. Please do not sit back. And for actually a good five minutes, they did sit back though. Yeah. And they did. But, but, but I think, I mean, I guess I can't get that mad at them because it was kind of like, I guess taking in the moment a little bit, and I guess they knew when to get out of it, but it got a little bit scary though for a couple of times. Yeah. You were giving away some premature fouls, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Fouls, some some free kicks that were kind of near near the box. I don't think we should be God, giving away. Uh, going going a little bit past the net, uh, it got a little bit scary for some for some uh, some plays that they had. But uh, yeah, those for those free kicks, especially I was like, oh my oh, gosh, like watch out for Aggie lad. Dude, there I was like, one. Oh, dude, there was one where the guy was alone, but he. He headed it across the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know he's going to talk. Oh, dude, that, that was – my heart almost dropped. I was like, no way. This is what you get for sitting back. But I think they handled it very well after the goal. I think you 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 said it perfectly in the sense that it was probably – it took them into the moment. I mean, you're, you're in the aesthetic. It's packed. It's loud. You got a goal. And, and, you know, you're just completely, completely, you know, filled with, with this, you know, joy and, and, you know, everything that you could feel at that moment. Of course, your natural is okay. Let's sit back a little bit. Let's defend this, and and 
And I think Piojo got, got it through them. Okay, get back in it. Get back in it. This game is far from over. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and then far from over it was. And then um, then then we see our first substitution, and when we saw Cecilio come in for Renato. Now that was questionable. Um, I thought when Cecilio Dominguez was coming in, I honestly thought Henry Martin was going to come off. Because at that point, Henry had already missed the opportunity. The that was when Piojo was extremely livid. Oh, he was livid. Uh, <laughs> you, guys, you guys saw like the video, like the little little gif of him just like yeah. yelling at him. Oh, dude. Yeah. It was it was bad. It was really bad. Um, I Henry could have done so many other things with that ball. Honestly, it was uh, it was terrible. But yeah, after that, me and my dad were like, he's, he people didn't take him out, right? And we're like, yeah, of course he has to take him out now. The moment's just too big for him. And um. So yeah, uh, I I think I was on the same boat with you because I thought Henry was gonna be the one being taken out. Yeah, and um, he wasn't, and it was Renato Ibarra, which I was a little bit confused why Ibarra. Um, again, I've always said he was probably and is still our best player going forward. Uh, but you know, I I at that point, what good would it done for me to question it? I was I was just like you, Christian, hopeful. Hopeful yeah. that this was the right substitution. Hopefully, hopeful that Cecilio Dominguez, this whole season we've bashed on him. He's done probably nothing, close to nothing that we know he can do. And he comes out and you think, okay, just produce a little bit of magic. Just all I ask is a little bit of magic. Mm-hmm. And he did. He produced a little bit, something, just a little bit, just enough to get it's not, but it's that second goal. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we'll talk about that right now. But, like, yeah, you mentioned it was, um, it was that goal that uh, – that uh no it wasn't that goal excuse me it was uh Eldonate Bar who comes out for the first substitution um but then you still see America press and, and then you see a couple of substitutions on Cruz Azul then to be a little bit more offensive you know yeah, exactly. at halftime you saw uh Piojo Alvarado come in and you thought oh boy they're actually gonna go and, f- and, and fight for the game now <laughs> that's that's what made me nervous he, he was running a train over us he took on like yeah. five of our guys got all past all through them and I think it was a Mendez on Cruz Azul's side, uh, side that uh, that messed it all up at the final touch. Was uh was that after or before we scored the first that one? Was, that was uh, uh, after. No, that, that was before. No, wait, was oh. it? That was after we scored. It was after we scored, right? Yeah, 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 yeah it was. Yes, you're right. It was that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and like you said, Dylan, it really baffles me how how Kashinya didn't even start this uh this young man. Uh, I've always had high hopes for him, and when he was, uh. Announced on Cruz, so I got a little bit upset because I kind of wanted him to go to America because I knew the potential that he had. But um, but yeah, like you said, it, it was baffling how he didn't start, and you can see how much of a game changer he could have been, and probably could have maybe turned the game around for Cruz Azul for them if he if he had started. Yeah, luckily enough, he didn't. Right. Yeah, and it was a good good on us that we knew we knew how to, how to contain him, and um, and his all and his dangerous um dangerous abilities that he that he had. Yeah, I think America's defense actually played a really good game this game. Uh, Bruno Valdez, again, cementing himself as to why he's probably our most important player in that back line. Yeah. And also our leading goal scorer for the season. So congratulations to him. (laughs) (laughs) Probably will get a... uh, (laughs) Probably will get a new position by the next season. Probably be that striker we were hoping for. And um, going back on the topic, you said, you know, we make our changes, the game goes on, you see Kurosu make some subs that uh, they become more offensive, and it makes you wonder, like, why isn't Renato Ibarra on the pitch right now? They have three defenders. 
this is the perfect moment for you know Sendibara down that wing and expose everybody on on, on expose Cruzoso's defense. Sorry. And you thought yes, but Cecilio Dominguez was on at that point. He was much fresher than Renato Barra. <laughs> Cecilio right. Dominguez, we know, has pace to him. He just, eh. for some reason, sometimes forgets the ball. Um, but you thought, okay, all he needs is a good sprint down the line because at at points, Cruz was defending with two players. That's what I'm saying. And imagine you had another Ibarra up there. Or on, on it would have been a different story, side. of course. I feel like it would have been a different story. But overall, uh, you know, America keeps pushing. And again, Henry probably misses another one at this point. Uh, a very good opportunity. But I think the great part about even America was that they did not let up even after missing chance after chance after chance. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, of course. Um, Correct. They just kept going, man. They kept going and going. And I think that's that's something that we, me and you, Ivan, have preached all season long. You get the goal and you you have to keep wanting more. Don't let your foot off the gas pedal. And we had a couple of chances too. Um Corona, Corona is a save Cruz Azul at least uh, from one or two goals, especially that Renato Ibarra shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was mm-hmm. probably his best save of the match. Um, so yeah, it was um, it was good to see that we didn't let off the gas pedal. And what a what, what a game to do it. And it showed it showed its virtues uh, as to when the 89th minute came and we were still pushing for that second goal. Mm-hmm. Get Cruz Azul on the counter. Cecilia Dominguez runs down the line. Uh, has kind of a one-on-one opportunity. Uh, drifts out a little bit wide. Takes a very odd shot. I thought he was gonna uh, go for a post. And honestly, I thought Corona probably could have caught it. I don't know. I, that's just me. Uh, I, I mean, what do I know, right? I, all yeah, I do no. is talk and sit behind a computer. Um, but Corona blocks it and falls perfectly into Edson Alvarez, who smartly is a very smart finish by the young man. By the way, didn't it tucks it away, huh? Didn't it start with him in the midfield? Uh, so Marchesin was it Marchesin? I don't know who who someone. I think Marchesin. It is a goal kick. Marchesin plays the goal kick. Edson Alvarez smartly gets in front of Henry and knocks the ball over. And it's Cecilio Dominguez who gets the who gets the flick on, runs down the byline. Edson Alvarez chases afterwards, sees mm-hmm. the opportunity. Edson Alvarez is the only player to sprint yeah, his butt yeah. down the line. That's what I'm saying. Not even follow. Henry. Not even Henry. It was Edson Alvarez who did it. Which is a good thing, too, because I feel like Henry would have missed that one. <laughs> <laughs> and, but, uh, oh, it Edson was a smart finish, the <clears throat> It was a smart finish because smart finish. he could have he just swung at it and it would have missed. But he mm-hmm. was so smart, very collective, to know that Corona's body movement was going to send him to the, to the right. To the so, right. He, yes. so he finished on his right, knowing mm-hmm. that Corona's body movement was going to take him the other direction. Yeah. He just tucked mm-hmm. it away. He had, all he had to do was a simple tap. Simple tap. Corona had no way to react to that because his movement was already going the opposite direction. Yeah. And it just shows how smart of a player Edson Alvarez is. And then after that, I mean, oh, I jumped up. I started, I hugged my cousin and everyone around. And you just felt that the title was yours after that. Oh, dude, it was a great moment. Um, uh, dude, I'm speechless, man. That, that goal went in, dude. Me and my dad, we started, started hugging, you know, started yelling and everything. It was dude, perfect. It, it's, yeah, it was, it was the moment that brought yeah. families together. Yeah, y'all have, y'all have so many people to celebrate with. I was literally sitting in this exact same room that I'm sitting right now just yelling to myself. 
Uh, we need right to there. fly you out. <laughs> Whenever America plays the final, we're gonna fly you out either yeah, to Christian's house you. or my house. Yeah, you're, you're, no way you're watching that alone ever again. Or, or, or me and Ivan will go to you in May when we're when we're in the final again. That is, yeah, I, I would definitely go. I would definitely go. I mean, it was just a, a hug fest all around. And then, of course, um, the the poor Cruz Azul fans that were at my house. Well, uh, I mean, all I could say at that point was R.I.P. Right. Yeah, oh man, my coworker—he's a Cruzul fan. I saw him today for the first time since the final, and uh, he just had no words. <laughs> honestly, honestly, wait—can we talk about this for a second? Not to give any sympathy or anything, but that's twenty-one years. Twenty-one years without winning a title. That sounds like a Cruzul problem, not ours. Yeah, honestly, but it's—it just—it's just crazy to me how they're so close yet they're always so far from it. And you know what? And, Someone put in the chat, and, and, and let me go back. I, I really want to name them, but keep going, keep going. No, no, yeah. And then I was watching the, the news afterwards. I like uh, I think it was on Fox, on Fox Deportes, and La, La Ultima Palabra. And I think, uh, I forgot where it was, but uh, some Cruz Azul people, I guess, uh, have set up this uh, this, this like, Christmas celebration, all in Cruz Azul colors. And then, you know, the camera guy was there. Uh, and there was no one there. There was two police cars, and then there was like four fans there with the with the Cruzul flag, and it was all empty. Oh. And and there was a lot of like people like that were there to sell things because they thought Cruzul was going to be champion. And then yeah. they're all just like, uh, "What do we God, do now?" Damn, we, yeah, we put like, our uh, we put our kids' tuition and all these exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was all, it was bad. Yeah, well, I mean, it. What's the old saying? Don't celebrate too early. That's what I'm saying. And then how before I think Tom Tom Marshall tweeted this out how they had the t-shirts made already for both teams. Yeah. The champion yeah, t-shirts. Yeah. Yikes. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yikes. Well, I, don't <laughs> I don't know what to say about that to be honest. That's that's scary. That I I as you as you gentlemen know, I, I was very superstitious for this final. And I, I, I will break it down exactly how Ivan was super, super, super uh superstitious when it came to this final. But um I, I don't I, I want to say this I want to mention Brandon de la Torre who put on uh, on the chat earlier in the in the podcast he said I can't believe I'm going to say this but Cruz Azul didn't even Cruz Azul yar. and is that fair to say because I think he's right oh, I mean I mean I mean you look at the team you, you see you see kind of what they did all season and all of a sudden for them just to just to, um play the way that they play, the way Gashina played it, try to play it safe, I mean, I guess kind of in a way, I sort of. Like the reason a lot of people won't say this is because they weren't winning. Imagine you're winning, you have yeah in the bag, and then you slip it up. That's I, I feel like that would have been more. Um, I think they, they probably let their fans down, in a sense, you know? Of course uh, they did. Because they were very too conservative. Oh, they were yeah. so conservative. It was, yeah, man. Like you said, it. Their their fans were very disappointed. They were all um, they were all excited over this Cruz Azul team, probably their best team since probably 2013. Um, all filled with hope and everything. Number one in the league, you know, doing re- relatively well in playoffs. You know, they they had everything going for them, and for Casini to 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 tell them the way to tell them to play the way they did. You know, it it must it must like it must get you angry or mad. Like, why are you playing like this in a final? 
when when you know the advantage is kind of sort of on your side, knowing that America's down two starters and there are more people in the stands cheering for us, why would you play like this? It just doesn't make sense. And I yeah. I understand the fr- the frustration of Cruz Azul fans. But um but yeah, I don't know what else to say. That that was just poor poor game management by uh by Kashinia. Yeah, and that was on them, and they will continue to yeah, be on definitely, them. definitely on them. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, we planted ourselves the correct way. We did what mm-hmm. we had to do. <laughs> instructed the players what they needed to do. Yeah. Uh, you know, Piojo maybe wanted this one a little bit more than Kaishin. I mean, Piojo was it, on. It definitely showed. Stands, I mean, in the stands, in he's about to be in the stands if he kept. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but uh, so phenomenal. I mean, phenomenal, phenomenal job from our boys. Uh, and then Edson scores, and then you could see him run to the stadium and do the I can't hear you celebration because he knew that there was more Cruz Azul fans and we were away, but he knew that it was his moment to shine. And mm-hmm. and I told you know what, vast, vast in your glory, my friend, do what you got to do. You just gave us freaking a 13th title in the history. You, my friend, you will always be remembered. Someone build that man a statue. Dude, it was, uh, it was insane. Have you guys seen the videos of inside the stadium when Edson scored the second goal? No, um, I haven't. Oh, dude, I have to link you guys. Dude, it was um, it was it was it was amazing. It was a uh, it's something that only you can, I guess, really feel if you're in there in person. And I really hope one day all three of us get to witness that. That would be phenomenal. That. So, Tom, I'm looking at you. I am very jealous at you, Tom. Mr. Tom Harrison. You lived all of our dreams, and yeah, I don't know, man. I'm just so happy you got to you got to live that that amazing uh amazing moment. No, yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, Edson scores that goal. You're up to nil. I tweet out, and that does it. Edson secures the title for us. Ooh, don't do Red that. Referee gives five minutes. Yeah. And I think to myself, <laughs> wow. I've seen this story Did before. We do this. Five I've seen ago. this. Uh, yeah, down to I was like, no, 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 no. Whatever you do, don't cruise us. You this up, America. <laughs> I was literally at the. I was like, because you know you're ecstatic. You're thinking, yes, 89th, 90th minute. It's done. It's over. You've done this. You won this. And then, boom, flashback to 2013. We had just as much time left, and you thought to yourself, oh my god, if they score one goal. If they score one goal, it's over. Mm-hmm. It's over. Like I said, my little heart couldn't take penalties. I could. I barely was able to take the girls' penalties. I mean, could you imagine the men? I would have. Yeah, been, man. The, the last five minutes were a little bit stressful. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> last five minutes were definitely a little bit stressful. I but, mean, and Cruz Azul went for it. Cruz Azul went for it. They chucked. Oh, yeah. up. They, they they tried, but. Luckily, like I said, our defense was on point that game. Edson dropped back to be kind of a fifth defender at some point. Yeah, I mean, yeah. our fullbacks throwing their bodies on the line. It, it, phenomenal job by the defense that you thought, okay, one minute down, four minutes to go, two minutes down, three minutes to go. And then mm, that's all I kept saying, too. <laughs> you were counting the seconds, the seconds, the seconds. And then, boom. The whistle blows. I know whistle blows. You see everyone run out. And oh, you just man. realize, and you scream, and you celebrate, and you say, "Yes, yes, America is champions mm-hmm. again for the thirteenth time." Thirteen time. times, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. thirteen times. And you know what? All I could do at that point, all I could do was just start singing and singing. <laughs> Mucha garra y con 
It was all I could sing. Everyone together now. Oh wait, sorry. I got the Oh, you messed it up. <laughs> unbelievable. But yeah, man, it was an unbelievable moment. This is my uh my fourth final? I got to, my fourth time I got to see America lift lift the title. The league title. Yeah. It's my fourth my fourth time. I mean I, I was just so happy, so ecstatic. And you know what? You know what? Talk about how you guys felt. I'll be right back. Give me one second. Talk about okay. your guys. How Dylan, you, guys- you, you can go. You can go with this. I want to hear your your um your feelings, Dylan. My feelings. Well, um, I'm trying to put this in a very good way because it's all about celebrating by myself. <laughs> like is this, I, um, uh, is this um, the first time you saw Medica lift the title? No, this is my third time. Your third no, time? I, I, okay. Yeah, I saw uh-huh. the 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 cruiser so the first time, or not the first time, but you know the 2013. Uh, oh yeah, uh-huh. And then the the 2015. I probably got my day wrong. 2016, no. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, and then uh this one obviously, um that uh the it it was a uh, it was it was kind of hard in a sense because uh it was my grandparents' anniversary and they wanted me to go out to eat with them. Uh-huh. And so it was like I was like no, nah. I said I said I'm staying to watch the game, <laughs> and so um I did and. Uh, they didn't get back to like almost the second half. I was like, I'm, I'm glad I didn't go. And so the first goal goes in and I'm just in the living room by myself watching it. And like, I see it going like, I like you, I was like making sure it went in. I was like, did it go in? Cause I, I got worried too. And then I saw it and I just jumped up out of the couch. I was like, Edson, yeah, same. Edson. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> oh, then, that was a great moment. Yeah. And then I, and then I come to this room to watch it. Cause my grandparents wanted to watch TV. Okay. And then, um, and then Edson scores that second one, uh, and I was just, I was just going off again. I was like, I was like, yes, yes, like you know, just, yeah. just real excited and stuff. And then uh, the final whistle blew, and I, I just, I just clapped a little bit, <laughs> just kind of looked around. I was like, well, there's nobody celebrating with, so I'll just sit down. <laughs> so <that laughs> you was, like, you guys one of these. You were like, you looked in the mirror and you thought, I'm gonna celebrate with Cowboy Dan. Oh, yeah, man. exactly. Um, and there yeah. was no way to celebrate. What the hell? <laughs> Me- Memo Choa is here. Memo, how are you? But with a celebratory gancito. Gancito time. Wow. Where's my gancito? It was the perfect boat. And this gancito, to you, all of you, Americanistas, to all Americanistas who support us and who supported America, who rode the wave with us this whole season, and who are here today, ladies and gentlemen, America's champions, 13 times. And we did it. We all did it together. Salute. And let the cancitos reign true. Mm. I don't have mine. Yeah, I don't have mine either. See, we need um we need we need to plan this out better next time. I, I would have bought a whole case. I would have been spontaneous. You know what? The people on iTunes and SoundCloud have no idea what's going on. That's true. For anyone on sound to oh, on sound to on sound tune. On SoundTune. For anyone on SoundCloud and iTunes, um, Memo Chawa stopped by to say hello. Came all the way from Belgium. Say hello. Oh, what's up? Watching the game. Yeah. Celebrated. Yeah. Yeah. Instagram stories. Yes, uh-huh. Man, that was crazy. You guys see the post-game reactions? Edson Alvarez celebrating with the family crying. Yeah. Everyone. Everyone. Oh, that was all. phenomenal. But let's... The game ends. Like we said, we celebrate. We're just cheering... Let us know how how did you guys celebrate? What 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 went through your guys' mind? 
I mean, I was just, I was yelling, I was tweeting, I, I was trying to do seven things at once. Yeah, my same. little heart exploded out of joy. I was on Twitter, I was on Snapchat, I was on Instagram, letting, letting the whole world that we have become the team with 13 titles, the most in Mexico, the most in Mexico, and um. Yeah, man. Like, uh, like Kevin, Kevin said, I, I was, I was actually a little, a little bit, not, not as much, but uh, no, there, there was a little, a little tears coming out. Um, oh, dude, it was, um, I don't know, it was a surreal moment. This is, um, after the 2016 final, man. This just, it felt, felt so good to, um, to finally win again. I think it was even more surreal, and and why I feel like I felt I was in tears as well is because, um. For the first time in in a while, I felt very connected to the team. Um, yeah. It was because you know for what we do every Tuesdays, uh, you know mm-hmm. when we talk Definitely. about talk, uh, you know all the coverage that we've done. I felt this one was just that much more special because you had a lot more. I at least on mine, mm-hmm. I had a lot more people to celebrate with, and I'm not just talking about the people in my family. I, I was talking about everyone, all of yeah. you guys were here. You, mm-hmm. Christian, you, Dylan, you know, everyone on Twitter, everyone that, you know, we interacted with, every friend that we've made throughout this journey, throughout this whole apertura, everyone that we've invited on the show, everyone who's, you know, talked about us, who's given us, you know, the the, the kind of the backing and, and you know, it, it just felt that much more special because you felt that you were part of it in a sense because, you know, we covered the team because we gave our voice to the people and the people responded to that. And and, and it felt just that much more amazing because we were part of it, you know, in, in that yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why I feel like those tears were because of everything, everything. You felt like you, you, you went through this whole kind of journey as a community and then to see the team finally lift the trophy something that we said in the preview to this season that it was america needed to win the title it was a win-win situation and they came out and they did it yeah man like you said this is yeah this is probably the first time i really felt that like disconnected with the team and you put it perfectly which is because of this podcast man the one we that final whistle blew I was I was tweeting everything out and all I could think about was you know the podcast you know like what what are what are the people in the chat have to say when when we go live Tuesday what do you guys have to say when I text you guys right afterwards, um like you said more people to celebrate with and this is something I've I've I guess wanted in a sense because I have no America fans here it's literally just me and my dad you know and then I met you guys and then I'm like okay well, you know what I I have you know I have people that have the same passion as me and you know this was um. Like I, I keep saying, it was a surreal moment. It's an unforgettable moment at that as well that I get to spend this moment with you guys. No, yeah, definitely, definitely. And and Carlos said too. Shout out to our good friends from uh, La Resaca Americanista who he heard us. He heard about us from them. So shout out to them. Uh, it it felt like we were celebrating with them just as much as uh, as anything definitely. else as well. To our friends down in Mexico, um, it, it was phenomenal, phenomenal. And in America, you know, they lift the trophy. You see that ceremony. You see Dylan tweet out, and then you see me tweet out <laughs> the same thing. But um, <laughs> it, it, it's 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 what it's all about. It's 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 kind of you know the whole cycle coming together mm-hmm. in, in in the perfect way. Um, and America has been in this situation before. How many times were we so close to being in a final? Two times, you know, yeah. with Piojo already. Mm-hmm. So to finally make it and to finally you know, bast in that glory. I mean, what more could you expect? Doblete. 
Yes, and well, that is definitely what we need to go do, and that is definitely on the line because I'll tell you this much. If America does not come out champions in the clausura, I will tell you it is going to be, quote-unquote, a fracaso of a clausura. The final a, lot day. Say, a lot of people will say that is crazy. That is crazy. What do you mean? But we're America, right? We're America, exactly. Everyone said it. we have the most pressure, and, you know, the the requirement, the – Everything, everything's just so much bigger for us. We we are we are expected to win a title every single season, and then if we don't, it's a fracaso. Like like you said it. Definitely, and we'll we'll talk about that more next year when we talk about the the preview to the clausura and what we think the year is gonna have for America and all that stuff. But for the meantime, for right now, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy that title because you guys deserve it just as much as everyone else. Yeah. Down in Mexico deserves it just as much as the players have deserved it. Everyone who has supported this team, who has backed this team, who has used the hashtag Aguilas ENG, who has used the hashtag Fly with us, who has used the hashtag Siempre Aguilas, everyone and anyone who has been part of this journey, ladies and gentlemen, this title it was because of you. Yeah, man, definitely. Um, I really hope the chat feels as connected as we do. Um, like like you said, I even without without these people tuning every Tuesday. You know, we, we wouldn't we wouldn't be doing this podcast. So once again, guys, thank you, thank you guys for for coming out every Tuesday, and I hope this this title means 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 a lot to you guys as it does to us. Definitely, definitely. So America, yes, our beloved Aguilas del America come out on top. They have won thirteen titles. No one has more. No one can argue. We are the best, and no doubt about it. We are the best. You know what? Those I see a couple of people talking about uh, Chivas on the chat. What, what do you think happened to our good friend, Mr. Labor? She's probably crying after <laughs> her team lost two times in the Club World Cup. Now, now, now. Let's play fair. Let's play nice. Let's be the bigger, the bigger club here. They made, they laughed and they joked about us when we kind of did that failure. Well, of course, it wasn't that big of a failure because I think we won that second game, but. Um, you know, let's let's uh, let's just worry about us. No, no point of uh, no point of uh, us. You know, needing to mention them by no means necessary because then that means that they get the attention. But at the end of the day, they shouldn't because at the end of the day, who got thirteen titles? That's right. We That's, this crush right here, this crush right here, gentlemen. Anything else you guys want to say about the final? It was fabulous. Definitely. Definitely. Christian? Surreal. That's the word of the day. Surreal for me. Surreal word of the day. Well, let's keep this party going. America, champions of the Apertura. What more can we say? I think we've said it all. Yeah. So, so happy. But yeah, that is pretty much it. Gentlemen, let's move on to the next segment. Closing close to the end of the podcast here. Um, Let's see, what do we got next on the table? Well, looks like we have to recap the rest of the season. As you guys know, 2018 is coming to a close. It's been a tremendous year for America in regards to what they've accomplished. Of course, a lot of setbacks, though, with uh, the Club World Cup not uh, not being reached because of our, you know, our failure to qualify to the final of the Champions League. Uh, the abrupt exits in the Copa Mekis, the the, the the semifinal loss against Santos Laguna that felt just very very um 
it was very disappointing, you know. And then, of course, the injuries like menace. But I, I think overall, if we were to talk about the year, what is one thing that stands out to you besides besides this title? Because we can't we can't all just say this title. Besides mm-hmm. this title, what stands out to you in 2018 in regards to America? And I'm talking Clausura 2018 and Apertura 2018. What what stands out? Mm. What stand, what stands out? I mean, I guess it kind of does involve the title because you said not to involve it. Dang it, Ivan. Dang it, Ivan. Um, <laughs> honestly, I think it's the way we kind of bounce back. Like you said, Ivan, we we suffered a a very heartbreaking loss to Santos and um the Clausura. Um, and then you know we saw the team that we had, and we knew that that wasn't the team that was on the pitch. We knew we had a lot more to give. And, you know, the the, the we see some preseason games, you know, Menez is playing well, Cecilio's playing well, you know, Roger scores a couple of preseason goals here and there. You know, the team the team's looking nice, you know. Um it looks it looks like you know we can actually contest with the title again. And then and we then, lose and then and then <laughs> like yeah like you said we lose Cecilio for a bit. We lose Menez for the whole year. Uh, Roger starts playing poorly, you know, and then we're 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 just like, wow, this team really knows how to how to mess with our feelings a, a lot. Um, from going to a team that we we were sure favorites to win the title, going by the weeks and weeks and weeks, and this team, you know, kind of kind of diminishing that that like that hope that they had in um in themselves and for us and the fans, just for just for them to turn this whole season around and go seventeen games undefeated. To win the title, that just shows the true character of this team, of this club, of this institution, and who we are. We don't we don't back down, no matter how hard the road gets, uh, how hard the road gets. You know, we just we keep going, we keep going because that's just that's just who this club is, and it was that that was a that was a great moment for us. Dylan, your moment for twenty eighteen. That that literally was it, but I feel like that wasn't gonna work because you're like, oh, you can't mention the title. And so I was like, well, I feel like the bounce back was going to have to lead toward the title. So I was like, no, that's not going to work. But that's, that's kind of like what I was going to say. Huh? I will say this, though. For me, the 2018 was filled with a, a lot of ups and downs with America. But I think uh, a couple of things in regards to 2018 for America is um, the way that, uh, that the board uh, managed this team uh, in regards to some of the signings that we made. Of course, bringing in Jeremy Menes. Um, and then, you know, you had players that came in and, and, and did a good job. I mean, give me one player that stood out to you the most. Uh, from the last season? From 2018? No, from this whole year. This whole year, this whole year? Ah, mm. oh, man. I want to, uh, I, I guess the obvious answer would be, would be Guido. And, um, and rightfully so. I, I mean, I think this yeah. apertura, he really, yeah. really, really showed the whole world what really, uh, what he is made of. And I just don't think he got enough enough credit last season in the clausura. And I really hope he turns some heads, especially on, on the national team, because he rightfully deserves to be there. Yeah. Yeah. I see a lot of people saying Sanchez, uh, Bruno Valdez. <laughs> Emperor saying menace, but then he says Guido. Our good friend Carlos Serna saying Paul Aguilar is still the best right back in Mexico. 
that is definitely true. Whoever wants to argue with that, let us know. We have more than enough to showcase why he's still the best. Um, a lot, a, a lot of players. I think Diego Linus too having a phenomenal year. Uh, Edson Alvarez, you know that great bounce back after the after the World yeah. Cup. Um, yeah. Marchesin just oh, Marchesin. phenomenal all so year. Yep, the title of best goalkeeper in Mexico, definitely. And uh, I mean, got called got call up finally to the national team. You know, he he deserves every single uh, moment of that. You know, I think another player that maybe flies on the radar, but Ibarra doing a phenomenal job. I, I you know, he, even though some people would would probably argue against that, but uh, overall, a lot of players, and and I think that's a good thing. You want to have a lot of players that stick out this season. That doesn't make it so easy for us to pick best player of the season, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we had to, if we had to give best player of the season, by far, out of everyone we just mentioned, who would you give it to? It's not by far, but it's Guido Rodriguez, for me at least. So, what do you say, Dylan? I'm saying Marchesin. I, mean, I get why Bigido, but I'd give it to Marche. Marche? I would say Osmar Mares, but you guys would go crazy. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I, I forgot about that one. <laughs> <laughs> Who I forgot played with us 2018, by the way. <laughs> he did. Yeah. Yes, he did. Yeah, he did. And uh, can, we, can we, like, forget that, please? Um, I mean, it's tough. And and I, I feel like I'm the tiebreaker here because it's either it's down to either Marchesino or Guido for me. Um, so, <laughs> dude, I saw a tweet. After, I think it was I think it was our, our friend um Alan. Yeah, it was Alan. It. Yeah, he, he was like um he quoted it when we signed this. He was like, "This is the moment we won the 13." Dude, I started crying in tears. <laughs> why was he even? I I know he was he was there because like he was on the bench, but like why, dude? The smile he had on his face, the way he held the trophy, acting like he did anything for this for us this season, dude. That that was actually pretty funny. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, that was funny. That was hilarious. But drum roll, if I may, I think the winner for the best player of 2018 for America. Has to go to Guido Rodriguez. Outstanding, outstanding midfield. I mean, um, phenomenal from a player in 2017 that kept getting red card after red card to now coming into 2018 and bossing that midfield. I mean, completely. He was never, we never questioned him whether or not he should start a game. Exactly. We knew he had to be a hard starter. You knew he had to be in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no way, no two ways about it. I think he's definitely a player for the future if America can keep hold of him. Yeah, if he hopefully. has a phenomenal season the way he did, I could see someone from Europe coming and taking him. In the summer, yeah. Mm-hmm. Money, which I don't mind. I mean, yeah. I mean, I hope I'd rather he stay, but. It'd be sad. I mean, yeah. Play, sad, play, but... A player is a player. And, um, you know, this is the end of the season, so I can now reiterate this again. The 2019 transfer window is going to be probably one of the biggest ones we've ever had. Um, in terms of a lot of players potentially leaving, in my opinion, especially if they have another season like they had this uh, this season. Um, but yeah, Guido Rodriguez, outstanding season, phenomenal. Probably for me, the player of the yeah player of the season. 
Play of the season for, for, not, for, for, not, for not just America, for the whole whole Liga MX, in my opinion. Yeah, his overall well-rounded player definitely showcased as to why he is and he will continue to be a key figure in the league and in America. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's get to the favorite part of the podcast, and that's naming the worst player of 2018. Who would you guys say was the worst player? Besides, besides Inzaralde, and I know the memes that people want to hear Inzaralde, but honestly, for me, the worst player was probably Wesel Reyes. From a from a player, he only had six months though. How are you going to give him the worst player? From the from from the from the potential that he had coming into America, and then delivering what he did on the pitch, having a right back steal his position, a right back, a natural right back steal his position. That's just uh, that just doesn't fly with me. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Someone put Oscar Jimenez. <laughs> my, my, my poor man can't even play a game. Unbelievable. But, hey, I mean, he cost us a game against Manchester United. Yeah, he did. He did. No, yeah, it was terrible. I think at that moment, Piojo knew that Manchester had to start a day in, day out. <laughs> Carlos Diaz said, me tocayo Vargas. Oh damn, Vargas. We only saw Vargas, like, what, like, like two times a season? I completely forgot about him, to be honest. I mean, I'm surprised no one said him this name, but I was gonna say Pedro Arce. Pedro Arce, oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Okay, but I mean, he, he didn't play though. Yeah, exactly. What did he contribute? Exactly, he was the worst. What I mean, if if I mean, I don't know. I thought we were going based on people who actually played a decent amount. But, but if that's the case, then I think the winner has to be. Um, Just see the Dominguez. No, he's close. He's close, but I think it's uh, Silvio Romero. Silvio Romero from the Casura. I mean, <coughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, Orientia too. Orientia can probably go on there. Oh gosh, we're just naming players now. Yeah, so we're just naming players. <laughs> 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 but if we had to give, okay, we won't give the worst player of the season, but. I would say the come on tribute more man award. Yeah, like come on tribute more award. <laughs> I think it's definitely um it's Cecilia Dominguez. Okay. I think yeah. he let us all down. I think this is his this, this is the season for him, or the do or die season, as people like to call it. I yeah. thought I thought there were rumors that he's leaving this this window. Uh, I mean, there's rumors that everyone's leaving this. Yeah, room. yeah. To be honest, even Marche, even Marche is rumored to leave. Someone said that there's rumors that we're that we're tra- swapping people. Yeah. That, oh, wait. Hold up. Pause. Wait. What? Yeah, I'm 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 linked to the Cholos podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna do a swap for you and Cesar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Francisco. New <laughs> 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 Cholos. Hey. That might just happen if 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 the money's there, if they pay the right amount. I mean, Cowboy Dance a franchise for us. It, it, they're gonna have to pay good money. Yeah, really good money actually for that one. Uh, but yeah, definitely not not the best player. But um, we'll see what he does in the Clausura. We'll definitely we'll have to wait and see what he does. But uh, now that we're on the subject of the players and uh, all this stuff, how is um? 
how's about it that we talk a little bit about these rumors before we close out the show and close out the year? Okay. Let's talk the biggest one. Of course, Diego Line is leaving to Europe. It looks like it's 100% confirmed. Santiago Baños has said on ESPN that uh, Diego Line will be leaving in January. Whether he leaves to Ajax or not depends on whether or not they're willing to splash the cash. But it looks like there's two to three clubs interested, willing to pay the money. Where is he going to go? No one knows at this point, but it looks like 100% sure babyface Diego Linus is going to be gone. Wow, he just played his last game with America. And, mm-hmm. what, a, and what, a, what a way to go out, huh? Definitely. It's going to be interesting to see where he goes. Yeah, definitely. Could you imagine, I mean, uh, Linus versus Chucky Lozano? That'd be interesting. And also what I want to say is, if Linus goes to Ajax and he gets on the Champions League squad, he plays Real Madrid in the first round. And imagine him getting minutes there. Imagine him tearing it I up. I mean, in the first round, in the round of 16, I meant. It, it, if, if, if that's the case, Christian, is it still Alain Madrid? Of course. What do you mean? Oh. <laughs> oh, that's true, though. Come, I mean, come on. If Diego Linus goes in place for Liverpool, you're really going to go support Liverpool? Yeah, listen. Yeah, you don't. You, you that don't I mean, I mean, that would be only Liverpool's player out support. <laughs> well, okay. I mean, I mean, I mean, it, it's it's kind of tempting to go out and buy a Liverpool jersey with liners on it. At least, no, it's not. You can't do that. You jersey <laughs> situations we've had with you this season. Yeah, no, I'm very controversial on that topic. Exactly, <laughs> but you know, Linus. Whether or not he goes to Ajax, whether or not he gets Champions League minutes this season, I think um, I don't know if it's the right move for him to make in January. Yeah, I was just about to get that. Is yeah. is this the, is this the correct timing for Linus? But look, if anyone is capable of making an impact right away, I think it's that kid. Oh, definitely. I mean, I mean, uh, I mean, I think, I mean, I kind of understand because I don't think going. Uh, Mid season is a good, got a good thing. I think you know if the transfer does go through, I feel like he should stay this close to like on loan or something with the Medica. That would and be nice. just, it. Would be and nice. Then, and, then, and then make the transition over the summer, and then you know they're starting on a new season fresh instead of doing it mid season. Definitely. What do you guys think, my good friend, Mister Emperor Palpatine, saying? I'm sorry, but Diego Linus is overrated. Controversial. Um, yeah, I I can understand why it could be. Is the real deal, yes or no? It's that simple. The devil is the real deal? Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I I, I mean, we answered this question before. Okay, so that's as simple as that. We're trying to address, you know, our good friend Emperor Palpatine's, you know, addressing that Diego Line is a bit overrated. Maybe overhyped could be a better word. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I can say overhyped, I guess, would be a better word. I mean, everyone, everyone is riding the Diego Linus train wave now, but we were riding it since La Volpe put him in, right? Yeah, La Volpe, yes, yeah. exactly. I think we were all, like, riding the wave one because he was so young, and we were like, wow, this kid, so young, and, and playing, going toe-to-toe with, yeah. And displaying this, um, this, this performance is, um, you know, it, it, I guess it was kind of, like, eye-opening and remarkable to us. I think our good friend Chicken Biscuit says it perfectly. His potential is what's exciting, but most importantly, his mentality is outstanding as well. It's out of his he, mind. And he's just so mature. 
whenever, especially whenever he, he speaks to the press. Yeah, he he speaks no, like he's like he's he twenty seven. After the after 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 winning the trophy, after winning the title, he's he so was calm. so collected and calm to a degree because you could tell he was very kind of you know excited and nervous. But um, he was the way he carries himself. I'm I'm very impressed with him. Completely impressed with the way this kid uh, wraps his, his head around situations and uh, kind of has composed himself. Uh, phenomenal kid, phenomenal, phenomenal, and um, you know all, all the best of luck to him because he is a true America fan. In and out, he is a true America fan. Uh, you know he plays for the team that he loves. He's he's he, if he goes to Europe, he knows he's representing not only Mexico but America. Uh, and he'll always love the club, and he'll always love the badge. Definitely, man. And what more can you ask? No, yeah. Yeah, perfect. Uh, so uh, if the kid does go, I, I hope he goes and leaves on the right terms. Um, I, I hope the club does right by him and finds him a suitable home, a home where they, he will get minutes. Uh, and, you know, I see that Ajax team, and I, I find it very tough for him to break into the team in the January, um, if he was to do preseason with them and all that stuff, I feel like exactly. he would have a better opportunity. Uh, right now, I don't know if he goes in and you know takes Neris' spot or Listen, uh, who's the other guy that freaking other winger. Oh, I don't know. I don't really follow Ajax like that, but um, but I don't think it's about him becoming a starter right away. I just think it's him just trying, trying to dip dip his feet into the water, yeah. you know. Get, get a couple of minutes here and there to showcase, you know, what he has, what he can potentially bring. Like you said, Isaac is filled with some talented people who, in my opinion, in my opinion, like three to four of them will make the the summer chance for most of bigger clubs. So the chances there for Line is to get minutes here and there, show the coach what he has, and then for the start of the 2019 season, maybe, you know, fit him in a couple of games starting here or there, you know? I think that's what Lions is trying to do, to be honest. I mean, I could see that happening, and then he gets, you know, the transfer window. Some of his teammates leave. He cements himself as a starter and then has a good 2019-2020 season. Mm-hmm. I, ideally, that would that would work out, but what's the chances that, you know, within these six months he gets forgotten about if he doesn't get any game time as well? Yeah, that, that's a huge risk, and that's why we're, we're questioning, is this the right time to go? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, I agree. But look, at the end of the day, we need to put as much faith and as and as much positive energy towards Linus because I will say this. I have yet to see a kid come out the ranks out of any team, out of any club, to play the way this kid plays. And I'm and I've seen Chucky Lozano and I saw what he did against us. And I will tell you this, and I will go on record. And Mexican fans hate me as much as you want to, but Diego Linus, for me, is 10 times better than Chucky Lozano. And he will be 10 times the player Chucky Lozano. Wow, that's a, that's a hot, hot, hot take right there. I'm going to stop you right there, Chief. I'm not going to get in this controversy. Yeah, me neither. I'm not, I'm not going to talk about this one. Okay, I mean, yeah. it's fair. Everyone, everyone, you know, say what you want. Now, they're two different players, of course, right? Yeah, way two different players. I don't know. The thing more of a natural winger. The other one we've we've said it before too. Diego Linus is much more of a number ten mm-hmm. that has qualities of a winger. Right. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't know. That's a. Uh, another news. You know. Um... <laughs> I'm calling it as I, as I see it. 
Listen, I guess for me is we, we just have to wait for we just have to wait for Linus to do what he what he does in, in Europe, you know. Um that that's a, that's a hot take. I mean, no, I don't care. You know, everyone has their own everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Yeah. But um that's a hot take, my friend. I don't know. Hey, when Diego Linus is the key to Mexico winning the 2022 uh, World Cup in Qatar, I will yes, be Yes, you're you're the only one laughing. You can be the only one laughing. I will hold I will hold us to that. Definitely. Yeah. Nice. I am going to archive this podcast right now. Do it. Guys, someone uh, someone clip clip this part of the podcast. And four years uh, and save it and save it in your in your memories and then, you know, on Snapchat when it says four years ago whatever, you this podcast comes up. And um and yeah. Well, yeah, around this time would be the final, no? Yep. I'm just oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, because yeah. it'd be played yeah. in the winter. In, in the winter, yeah, exactly. So exactly four years from now, Linus will give us the 2022 20, 20, 20, World Cup. 2022 World Cup final. Yes. See, see we're, we're, at, we're at the campground right now, and we're making beans. With our cornbread and Ivan's just stirring the pot, and that's mm-hmm. something I don't want to stir with you right now, Ivan. I'm sorry. See, that's not a hot take. Darwin Quintero is ten times the player Linus and Losan. See, that's not a hot take because it's true, you know. <laughs> yeah, because he's been playing for ten years longer. Something. Yeah, but I, I another... think. I, yeah, I think that Forge rumor is dead. I don't. I don't think Forge will come to America or Boselli. I think. I think those two rumors we can, you know. Pull out the window, in my opinion. I was, I was about to address those rumors, but now that you did, yeah, I, I, those are long gone. I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, um, I would you want... mm-hmm. Go for it. It looks like Ruben uh, Funes Mori has been linked heavily with us. Yes. So uh, has Cabecita Rodriguez, but I think he's. I think his move to Cruz Azul has been sealed. Um, it looks like it. Yeah. Nothing's one hundred percent until a club. Also, also, I don't know if you guys heard, but today Piojo gave an interview, I think it was on Fox, and he said that the number nine we're looking for is coming from El Extranjero, a.k.a. outside of Mexico. They always say that. They always say that. So, at this point, at this point I, 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 I believe about 12% of what they tell me. Okay. I'm, I don't know. I just thought that was kind of interesting. He said, he, said, he said at least two new players will come in, three of Linus leaves. And I don't know. We just haven't been linked to many players for there to be three, three people coming in. They, they could be doing this under the bus. Listen, I, I'm all down. Then tomorrow we see Carlos Vela. Welcome to America. And then you know the whole world starts. You know, like what the fuck, Carlos Vela? Nah, he's not coming. We've we've already said that. Like countless yeah, of times. What if he does though? Do, he, do, we, do, we, do we add the 14 star of LA for do, him do we, to live down in Mexico? Do we do we add the 14 star if Carlos Vela comes? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, really? You don't know now? Oh, okay. I mean, Vela's great and all, but he by himself doesn't win you a title. But then I just remembered what if Menes gets in shape? Then yeah. Oh, I forgot about Menes. Vela, Vela, Menes. And Osmar Mares coming back to America probably gives you. <laughs> See, you lost me at Osmar Mares. Everything was going so well, and then you said Osmar Mares. No, but those two alone, plus Guido Rodriguez and Mateo Suribe finding form. I, yeah. Oh, man, imagine. I could see, I could see America. I imagine our, our, our Roger Martinez. Oh, you said Roger Martinez too? Yeah, he can play there too. Yeah, imagine. 
Um, another thing we should we should kind of touch on, and I know this is gonna, this is gonna break many America hearts, but um, Insaralde will no longer be with us as his loan has ended, and he will report back to Cerro Porteño. Such such sadness when uh, a player like him goes, and then Joe Corona too leaving. Joe, Joe Corona too. Um, which is that know. one actually does get me sad because he was the only one I I was able to interview in English. Oh, well, yeah, I think he was only English speaking one on that team. But uh, but as a, in terms of playing, I mean, I'm fine with it. I mean, he didn't, you know, he wasn't really that much of a. He was a good backup. I will say this: he was a good servant and a good backup. And you don't be surprised if uh, Piojo ends up buying him. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised because only if it's time he had with him at Tijuana. But um, I don't know. I I don't I don't know. Joker doesn't really. I don't know. He's not really a player. I I would you know cry about you know. We'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, what uh, what we can say is that um, all of these news are rumors at this point. But definitely, Eagle Eye boys, um, next year we will have more than a hundred percent sure whether we've had one or two players signed. So yes. we will talk about that next year. We will break it down. We will talk even mm-hmm. more. Rumors, because of course, the more time that passes, but I think after Christmas, it's just going to be transfer rumor mill all over Liga MX. The draft, mm-hmm. of course, is going to it's going to happen. Oh yeah, um, the draft. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have plenty, plenty to talk about. And if you feel like you're not getting enough rumor talk right now, don't worry. We're going to have you guys covered on Twitter with everything. So make sure you guys do follow us on Twitter at Eagle iPod. We're going to be interacting with you guys all throughout the end of the year and into the new year. Make sure you guys do get going on there now gentlemen it's time to close out 2018 with a bang and for those of you asking when is the new podcast well we haven't decided on a date yet but we it is going to be the first week of january because it's uh it, it is going to be uh well what, what can i say it is going to be the start of the season right away uh, most likely it will be uh, January 1st. We'll have to wait and see. We got to arrange uh, some some movements around. Uh, and it's going to be a whole new Eagle Eye podcast, by the way, as well. Isn't that right, Christian? Uh, yes. Yes, it is. Um, we we're, we don't want to give too much away, but just don't 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 be surprised or don't be alarmed if anything looks different. That's all, that's all I'm going to say for now. The glow up is going to be real. Yes, the globe is gonna be real, and I really hope I have enough time to do all of this because I want this show to kind of be a, I guess, a standard in this community that people will follow us and uh, how we do things, and um, we want to be the first people to do it. Uh, trendsetters, I guess, if you may. Um, yeah, this is a exciting moment for us. I think we've we've talked about it. Um, we've given a lot of input. We've given this a lot of thought if we want to go through with this. And I, I think I think all three of us are on board. This is the best for us, and this can help us grow more. So I'm I'm excited for for 2019 and and what it has to bring for us. Definitely, definitely. Christian, can I ask a favor for you? Can you get our winner from trivia, please, ready? As we will announce, who okay, yeah. in just a minute. But before that, Dylan, I give you the platform to kind of give your your 2018 thoughts. In regard to America, to the podcast, to the community, everything, give uh, give the world, uh, you know, a bit of a bit of words from the great cowboy Dan. Oh, wow, what a year! A full year that we've actually covered America from the Clausura until now, and just overall a heck of a ride. Um, 
really, really what, after we got Mendez, you know, I remember that day I was at work, I saw the news, you know, we were rolling with it, you know, we were rolling in the Glossuda, we were doing some good things in, in Champions League, and then I don't know, like, we hit that point of the season where it just kind of went down, we get knocked out to to Toronto, and then we get knocked out to Tigres, and then... I don't know. You know, you come into the season. I think we kind of, me and Ivan kind of said it for at first. Um, title of bust, you know. And, and we were looking for the league, you know. But uh, if Bioho would have came out with Copa Mekis, you know, I think that would have been good enough for the for him to keep his job. But obviously, we came out with the league. So, you know, I think kind of when we go back to say, you know, what Christian said, it was a bounce back season. And it really was. It was a big year. And, um, you know, just overall ups and downs, and a, and a lot of a lot of good to too that we can take away. Um, especially Pumas getting we knocking us knocking out Pumas twice in the Clausura Liga and and then this Liga too as well. Um, just a lot of big things going forward too. I know we've addressed a lot of rumors too. Um, one that I saw that I haven't really seen much of was that Edson was linked to Celta Vigo, which we'll kind of keep an eye on that one too. Um. Yeah, you know, I th- I think we we decided to leave these rumors all to now because we we're worried about the what the team we have now didn't want to speculate anything and just focused on trying to get the championship under it, but which we did, and so now we're we're moving forward now and getting things going and ready for the new year. Definitely, 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 Christian. <coughs> do we have our winner? We do have our winner. Alrighty. Well, before we announce that, I give you the platform to kind of. Wave off 2018. Give us your thoughts about the team, about the pod, about the community, oh, just man. about everything in general. Wow, um, <clears throat> there's um a boatload of uh, of things going through my mind when you just asked that question. <sighs> well, I guess we'll start with the team. Um, I think I, uh, I'm sorry. I think Dylan, I think wrapped it perfectly. That that elimination to to Toronto kind of. I don't know. It kind of, it kind of drew me with like, um, kind of thoughts, like, uh, like how, like why, why us, why this team, why did it have to happen to us? You know, we were in such prime position to beat Toronto, to win the Champions League, and go on to the Global Cup once again, and you know, kind of, kind of falls in, in, in front of our eyes, and we're just like, wow, that's crazy. You know, we, we kind of bounced back in the Guia, going all the way to semis, but then, then again, that horrible defeat to Santos, and then you know, the same, same things happen again. Like, why us? Um, but I think I think Ivan, you mentioned it very, very perfect. I think you said it perfectly. I think the board did what what they had to do, and go get the players that that we needed, um, and built this squad despite all the all the injuries at the beginning of the of the apertura. This is um, you know, this is this is a team that uh, their bounce back was uh was inspiring. It was a uh, it was great great to see. Um, and like I said, th- this is just who we are, you know, this is America, you know, when, no matter how, how hard everything gets, we always have to find a way to find a positive in, in our club. And I think 2018 was a, was a great, great example of it. You know, you started the year on a, on a bit of a high, you go down to a, a really low, you get back high, then you get destroyed and on a low. And then, you know, you come back, come into the Apertura knowing that, you know what, it's, it's do or die. And that's what we did this season. And um, I'm very happy to be a fan of this club. I always will be. Uh, just thank you for America for these moments and another, another championship I can celebrate. In terms of the podcast, um, I don't know. I wanna. I don't wanna be too corny, but it's like it's like a dream come true in a way. 
Uh, I've said this multiple times. I, I don't have anybody here at home to talk about America with besides my dad. I'm in English, I guess, in a, in a way. And, you know, meeting you guys, meeting everyone in the chat, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's crazy to me how, how something like this can, can even, can even come, come to be. I just, I just hope I'm, I'm doing this for the rest of my life. Uh, I just want to say thank you to both Dylan and Ivan for opening the doors to me. Um, this was, um, this is, this is a, a great, great time in my life. Like I said, I look forward to this every single Tuesday and I just hope, I know 2019 will be, um, be the best, but the best, well, will be the best year for us. Thank you, Christian, for that. Thank you so much. Now, we're not going to keep you guys waiting any further. I will say my final words after this, though. Uh, Christian, I think it's time. Let the people know. It's time. Who has won trivia? Ooh. Go. It's your baby. Do do right by, by everything. This is my baby. You are correct. Um, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, we didn't we didn't expect us to, to do this well, this whole trivia thing. A total of 42 people uh participated this this uh this season whether it be during during the podcast or on twitter uh 42 of you beautiful people uh clicked our link and decided to participate in our in our questions um once again thank you so much for everybody to everybody who played uh 2019 will be will be even better for you guys but without for, further ado um here here's the winners or the winner i guess I'm gonna give a shout out to to the top three because I think you guys deserved it. You guys had um uh, I'll I'll read the top three, not the top five because I couldn't get the top five, but I'll read the top three though. Um, the top three actually there's a tied there's someone tied for third place. Um, not that it means much I guess, but it might mean, it, might, it might mean something to you. Um, with a total of three hundred and ten points. Wow. Three hundred and ten points. Third place goes to at Kate Prince underscore and at oh I'm gonna butcher this so badly at least 30. I'm pretty sure that was that was that was the username. Um you guys finished third with 310 points. Thank you both uh for, for playing and for getting the majority of these questions right. Uh second place Second place, wow, this is a heartbreaker for you, my friend. I'm so sorry this happened to you, but you finished this uh, this season's trivia with 360 points, only 20 points behind the first place team. It was, um, oh man, that's heartbreaking, man. I, I feel so bad even saying your name now. I don't know why I did this, but uh, you finished with 360 points and the username was at C underscore 600. Um, that's your second place. Uh, thank you for playing and getting pretty much every single question right. Um, I think you missed one here or there, and that, that probably cost it, but it, it don't matter, though. Thank you. Thank you so much for playing. Now, the winner. Ivan, the drum roll, please. The winner of the Apertura Trivia for 2018 with 380 points goes to at sgg justin um thank you man thank you for for winning trivia thank you for participating in practically every single trivia that we posted i think it was 30 i think you participated in 29 of them uh thank you so much uh we need to 
hit you up on Twitter for your prize. And yeah, that was it. That was Apertura Trivia, guys. Once again, thank you everyone for playing. Oh my goodness, we have a winner. So if that is you, let us know right now in the chat. Let us know in the chat. It's phenomenal. Everyone, everyone, congratulate each other. You guys did a phenomenal thank job. You. I mean, me and Dylan were like down in 432th place, but you know what? We're still part of the journey, and that's the important part. Uh, no, really, all jokes aside, phenomenal, phenomenal. The fact that you guys all came out and supported us, just were in here talking about America. We're doing all these cool things and answering all these trivia questions. A huge, huge round of applause for our man, Christian. I mean, phenomenal work that he did, uh, you know, with the questions and all this stuff. I mean, like, like, like we said, we couldn't we couldn't have thought of it for a better person to to come onto the pod and and look came out with this beautiful idea and uh you know i really i really really hope that uh you know for for more seasons to come we'll have this trivia and more and more and more of you will be able to come out and uh mm-hmm. and, and and win our prizes so make sure if you guys enjoyed this and and, and you guys feel like you guys can yeah. win this you yeah, know please, from please. the get go from the get go get started on it. it it shows it it merit to to the person who's won uh phenomenal phenomenal job and uh like like we said couldn't be able to do this without you guys that's a good point ivan please let us know in the chat if you thoroughly enjoyed this trivia session i know i know i did because this was kind of like ivan says kind of my baby i pinched the idea to these guys these guys said do it man this is a great idea go for it um so yeah let me know if you guys enjoyed it and yeah thanks again guys Definitely, and we'll uh we'll, we'll get in contact with the winner in regards yes. to your prize. Yes. But of course, like Kevin Paris said, we're all champions in this one. And yeah, you guys all really, you guys are truly the backbone of this podcast. So thank you, thank you so much for making this trivia happen. Uh, and again, congratulations to all of you guys who participated. Uh, this was fun, and we can we we can't wait to do it again next season. So Definitely. thank you. Thank you so much. Now, let's wrap up the show and let's wrap up the year for 2018. Gentlemen, I will say a couple of words and I will say goodbye. First of all, I want to say thank you. Let me get my tissue ready. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's going to be a tissue situation, but I will say this much. Uh, I do want to say thank you to everyone down there in uh, Club America who, uh, who are doing a phenomenal job with the English account. Uh, to our good friend, Mr. Ted Brooks, who runs the English Twitter account, and to everyone that works alongside him. Uh, phenomenal job. I, th- I think what he's done and, and what he continues to do is is perfect for the community. Um, I, I think it was mentioned last night in the Mexican soccer show that, you, you know, he, above all other Twitter accounts in English for Liga Mekis, his one completely, completely uh, outdoes everybody else's. Uh, it, it's more than just a copy and paste situation. It's more of, uh, it, you know, it, it's more of, you know, let's get uh, let's get some original content out there for the people to enjoy. Uh, and that's been phenomenal. Extremely, extremely phenomenal. So Ted is by far the GOAT in this situation. Uh, this has been a privilege and a pleasure to have met him and to have seen him. Um, and then to be able to call him a, a friend of the podcast, it, it really has been. Um in regards to these two gentlemen sitting in front of me on the computer screen, uh, I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart, Dylan, who made this possible by asking me a question of, of, of whether or not I wanted to do a podcast with him. And look at us now, buddy, a year into the podcast, and we've grown phenomenally, phenomenally. Uh, Christian, 
from the integration from integrating you into the season for the apertura it's it's been of a, a joy to have you on here. I think you bring balance to the, to the way we produce the, the you know, the podcast. I, I think what you bring to the table is phenomenal. Uh, and, and I can truly say from the bottom of my heart to, to the both of you that you are, I've seen you guys grow and, and, and become more, more accustomed to this. Uh, and I can't really wait. I, I can't wait for, for what's to come from you guys every day. I'm excited to talk to you guys. And every day, whenever we do podcasts, it's, it's always a, a new experience and, and, I feel like I'm I'm a better person because of knowing you guys. Uh, so thank you, thank you, and of course, uh, early happy birthday to you, Christian. We'll be oh. celebrating your day tomorrow, but early happy birthday to you here on the podcast from everyone. Congratulations! You're turning, uh, you know, one year young, one year older, but also one year wiser as well as as, as I, I like to think about it. So congratulations! Um, and now I, I I think um, to to kind of cultivate everything that we've been saying. I think uh, ultimately the biggest thank you and, and, and the biggest part of this podcast has to go to everyone out there who has supported us, who has followed us, who has talked about us, who has come out to the chats, who hear us on iTunes, who hear us on SoundCloud, who support us all the way. Um, yesterday, the Eagle Eye podcast received uh, a an award. Yes, can you believe that? An award from the Mexican Soccer Show. Uh, we were voted Best Liga MX English Fan Account by the people, by the fans. It wasn't by the 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 host. It wasn't by the, the people at the Mexican Soccer Show. It was by the people. So to everyone who was out there who voted for us, all I want to say is thank you from the bottom of the heart from these two gentlemen as well. Thank you for everything, for supporting us, for listening to us, for sharing us, for helping us grow. We are now at about 470, 470 people on Twitter. When me and Dylan started this, within a year, we thought we were going to have about maybe, if we were lucky, 200 people. And to completely double that, it's it's phenomenal. Uh, words cannot describe how blessed we are to have every single one of you guys out here um, to to have you guys' backing to support to everyone in the English community who has given us uh, such great motivation and such great uh, such a great platform you know from our good friends you know from Ms. Cari Torres to Tom Harrison uh, to Cesar to our good friend Mr. Ricky uh, you know to to Brian you know, to Johnny, to everyone who we've ever had on here, you know, and everyone who we keep interacting with, you know, whether they're America fans or not, you know, we have friends that are Chivis, you know, the people down at the Chivas and Norte podcast, who I would consider good friends of ours, you know, and uh, I all I have to say is thank you to everyone in the community. Thank you to everyone. If for whatever reason we could ever meet any one of you guys, we are more than happy to do so, uh, you know, I'm over here in California, Christian's in New York, Dylan's in Texas, you know, the biggest city close to me is probably LA, the, well, Dylan's biggest city, I think, what, is Dallas to you? Yeah. Um, and the biggest city, of course, for Christian, well, I mean, he's like literally next door is New York City, but, <laughs> and thank you for everything. Uh, we come we come with uh, with a good reputation into 2019, uh, and we can only hope to grow it. Like Christian said, our aim is to become better. Uh, I feel like there's many things we can still work on. 
uh, for one is trying to make sure we don't have so much technical difficulties on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, like I said, like I always said, it wouldn't be a show without it. Um, That's true. But ultimately, uh, our objective is to to come back stronger, to come back better, uh, just like America would in this season. So uh, we aim to be the best at at, at doing this. Uh, we know we hold a high responsibility because we do cover America. So, uh, you know, the pressure is on on the team to perform. And I feel like the pressure is on for us to do the same in, in the podcast world. So uh, we know we have a lot to work on. We know we have a lot to, to, to do. Uh, but to have such a great community like every single one of you out there listening tonight, uh, it, it makes that so that we wake up feeling pumped and motivated and, uh, you know, we're ready to go at it and, and we're ready to keep thriving. Uh, and I mean, I could keep going on and on and on and thanking you guys, but really at the, from the bottom of the heart, we just want to say, we love you guys. Thank you for the support. Thank you for everything. Uh, we, we hope you have such a, a blessed end of the year. Merry Christmas and happy new years to every single one of you guys and uh, happy holidays to everyone as well. Uh, from the bottom of our hearts, from the Eagle Eye podcast and from your Eagle Eye boys who will be dropping that mixtape sometime soon in 2019. Uh, we, uh, we we just want to extend our, con- uh, our, our biggest uh, wishes to you and your families. We wish you nothing but the best, nothing but all love. And may 2019 be your year if uh, 2018 wasn't already. What a way to close out the year. Gentlemen, all I want to say to you guys as well is thank you so much for making this just that much more special. Anything you guys want to say before we wrap up the whole year? You took it out. You took the words again. Yeah, man. It's, um, like I said, it's been a remarkable year, I think, for all three of us. Um, And what a way to close it out, you know. All of our teams doing well. Um, Our podcast getting getting more recognized by the community every single day. It's just, it's all coming full circle for us. It was a great end to 2018. And I think me, you, um, me, you and Dylan both, uh, both said off the air, 2019 is our year. We, we're going to win to be so much bigger, so much better. And, you know, we, well, we can't do it without, without the people watching us. And like you said, time and time again, we thank the people for coming out every single Tuesday and the people on SoundCloud and iTunes and Spotify for listening to us on the road, on the go. We you got we appreciate you guys as much as uh, as much as well. Definitely, and uh, and and again, a big thank you to them. Uh, a big thank you to Mr. Angel Moreno from Fresno FC, uh, and a big huge huge thank you to Miss uh, Gabriela Placencia down there at uh, Prime Time Sports Media. Uh, the two people who uh, single handedly gave us media credentials for this year to cover a preseason game. Uh, for America against Atlas in Fresno and for the uh, America versus Chivas uh, classic, Classico in L.A. Uh, again, none of this would be possible without you guys. Uh, we we hope to extend uh, our run in further into 2019. You know, we covered a World Cup. Gentlemen, don't forget about that. You know, we we broke down a World Cup. Uh, and, uh, and and we'll try to do our best to bring you the best coverage about of uh, the national team as well. So, yeah. again... Thank you again from the bottom of our hearts. All of this, last night's award, everything, it, it it's all because of you and it's all thanks to you. So really, if anyone's going to take credit, it's, it's going to be all of you guys up. So thank you so much. And then, and as always, I hope I, we hope for the best for you guys. So again, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year's. Uh, Let's ride off into the sunset and and let's hope for the best for 2019. Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure as always. The longest podcast we've ever done. 
and for all of you guys to still be here. Phenomenal. So thank you so much. Have yourselves a wonderful, wonderful night, a wonderful end of the year. We'll see you guys at the start of 2019. Again, happy Christian, Chris, happy birthday, Christian, and happy birthday to anyone whose birthday it was this whole year that we weren't able to say thank you to. So as always, thank you, and we'll ride off into the sunset with this little song. Until next time, we'll see you guys. Goodbye. Y arriba. Arriba la América. América, estoy contigo, oye mi corazón.